It's Jeffrey's Comics! Jeffrey's Comics is Krypton's number one source for silver gold vintage comics, new comics, and trade paperbacks. We love mail orders. Mention Fantastic Forum and all trade paperbacks are buy three and get the fourth one free. Call us at 310-538-3198 or check out our silver gold vintage collection at comicsonebay.com. Fantastic Forum, assemble. This is Fantastic Forum, your weekly talk show about everything comics, movies, pop culture in general. What we do is bring you the latest news, gossip, shit-talkery, commentary, in comics, in comics entertainment. I am Otis Magnum, your host for today. This is our Comic-Con wrap-up. The one person that went to Comic-Con isn't here today. Thank you, Larry. R.I.P. Larry. You didn't even go at all? I didn't go. I didn't bother, man. I had, I had, I was busy at the shop with work, and then Sunday I had, like, I got invited to a party, and they forgot to send me the address, and I was like, by the time I was done Saturday at work, I was like, God, I just want to have my Sunday off. So I just slept all day Sunday. Welcome hoping, ho- hoping a, a meteor would hit Comic-Con. That disembodied voice you heard is Oz, the great and powerful. I wouldn't say disembodied. There's a lot of body going on here. Yeah, but, you know, without a name, they don't know who it is. It's just a voice. <clears throat> We are coming to you with proud, well, maybe not so proud, sponsorship from Jeffrey's Comics, L.A., South Bay's premier comic book shop. They have a special deal for you listeners. You call in your order of three paper trade paperbacks, you get the fourth one free. You just got to tell them you heard them on Fantastic Forum. But you got to call in. To call in, you got to know the number, and the number is 310-538-3198. 310-538-3198. That number again, 
310-538-3198. Just give them a call. Order your fucking comics. we got to remember to give you time to have that beer first before we start the show. Oh, I'm already on my second one. Okay, well, Wayne, we need to get some hard liquor up in there. Yeah. I knew I was going to be, you know, hosting, so I, I got the soft stuff. But yeah, and we're also coming to you thanks with thanks to the help of the great and powerful Tiger Claw. Say hello, Tiger Claw. What's up? I think uh out of all of us, Tiger Claw has the most Comic Con knowledge. Uh yeah, uh, I guess you could uh, say that because terms of news. Yeah, I guess you could say that because I did manage to uh, watch the Avengers Infinity War trailer. I have, I have, I, I found it. Yeah, but you didn't find a good quality one, right? You got the uh, cam. Uh, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's from someone's cell phone, but you know, I think it's, but it's from a pretty decent angle. You can see the whole screen at least. Yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of saw that too. I didn't, I didn't want to put up with it. I, I figured, I figured Marvel would release it, but lo and behold, did. one of the new, yeah, one of the news stories out right now is uh, that Marvel's really making us wait for this trailer. Like it's probably going to show up in one of the movies or something that's coming out later this year. Well, it's only four, right? Yeah, I think I think the reason why yeah I think the reason why they are not releasing this trailer because it does contain a bit of a spoiler for uh, Thor Ragnarok. Right. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I guess uh, nobody nobody thinks he's gonna die, right? Yeah, yeah, you know he's he's the he's the god of thunder. You cannot kill a god. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. It's dumb. Uh, I, I saw the trailer for Justice League. It was like whatever. It's like it's still too dark. I yeah. <laughs> uh, I I just wonder how much, how much of the stuff shown in the new trailer, is Joss Whedon. Uh, I, I probably the. <laughs> the scene where Wonder Woman's walking down the street with a with blue jeans and a red jacket and a white shirt. Hmm. I think that's Joss Whedon because that jacket, that outfit was all the the design that he was that he was going to be doing for the comics. Possibly, who knows? Did you get to see that, Oz? Yeah, it got me excited. But you saw that 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 scene where she's out in the street with the leather jacket. Yeah, and she looks back at something. Yeah. That jacket looked just like that one design he did. Yeah. Fucking weed and trying to ruin movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that yeah, it's, it's a pretty good trailer. It, it was a whole lot better than the last one. Plus, this one was four minutes yeah, long. Yeah, way better. And four minutes long. Yeah. Makes me wonder how yeah, long I, is how I, long is Justice League gonna be? How long the the length of the movie is gonna be? It's probably gonna be as long as is a uh, BVS. 
Yeah, uh, like a two hours plus movie, and then later they release a a director's cut with even more stuff. Well, if they did a good job, they don't need to release a director's cut. Everything true, should be true good with with, with Joss Whedon at the helm. Um, I'm pretty sure. Well, whoever it's... directs it, like the the finished product, should be what you need to see. Not not wait for the Blu-ray. Well, you got to see, you know, what was there before the cut. Yeah, I mean, nah. I, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure that the Blu-ray is going to have a lot of deleted scenes. I think you it. mean. Oz, I don't think you mean before the cut. I think you mean before the slit wrist. Well, I didn't want to be crude. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of the deleted scenes were stuff that was shot by by uh, Zack Snyder himself, and everything that's in the movie, everything else at least, was all Josh Whedon. So, who knows? Interesting that they did mention Green Lantern. Uh, I, don't, I don't think he'll show up, but I do like they're acknowledging it, which gives me hope. Uh, maybe where did show- they? The, where did they acknowledge in- that? I missed it. Uh, in the in the trailer, Steppenwolf is saying, "Look, there's no Greenland, no Kryptonian, there's nobody." Ah, uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure Green Lantern will I, show up as an after credit scene or something. Probably all we'll see of a Green Lantern or hear of a Green Lantern is just that mention, but that's enough to give us hope that they are looking to do another movie. That's all. That's all I need. Just, just give me some hope. I think if the the Green Lantern was in there, we probably would have already gotten some fake news about possible castings, right? Yeah, Tyrese Pink is not shut. Yeah, I've been, yeah, I see that he's been campaigning to be Green Lantern. I don't know if you like him as Green Lantern or not. I don't know. For the DC movies, he's fine. For what a John Stewart should be, uh, nah. Something like like a Idris Elba. Nah, not even. Well, yeah, Idris Elba would be good, but I think. Uh, just like a really good actor, you know, like a Denzel. I mean, nah, I don't want no old that. And there are a lot of them, but they—they they usually they just need they just cast. But John Stewart unknown. needs to be older. John Stewart does need to be older because he did a full like military career. How, and then how, he had a career as an how, architect. How old is he supposed to be? Like in his forties or something? Forties or fifties, maybe. Hmm. But black forties and fifties, you know, hmm. that's like thirty white. Hmm. Well, they, then they should need to cast an unknown, and not rely on some big name actor to play the super uh, the superhero. I think uh, I, I think they wouldn't go with an unknown. I mean, hell, I'd be happy. I mean, I mean, homeboy from uh, when 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 Henry Cavill was cast as Superman, nobody knew who he was. He was no nah, people knew who he was. No, people knew who he was. People had already watched Rome, like. The people that they were trying to target 
with casting him, already seen Rome. And those were the people that might not have seen the movie. You know what I mean? Okay. It's, it's kind like, of interesting. It's yeah. all women. Rome, Rome is that TV show, right? Uh, on HBO? I don't know what Right. Show. It's interesting yeah. when they cast people from shows that are on cable in, in these movies. Why is it interesting? I mean, I mean, we we've seen like actors from shows like Game of Thrones being cast in these big budget uh, movies and stuff like that most of the time. So, yeah, I mean that happens. Like people, they they're they're commodities slightly. You know, like it just. What's more interesting to me is when the, <laughs> they pick somebody they think is going to be hot with the buzz. Mm-hmm. And put them in a shitty movie with a shitty script, and then that movie fails. <laughs> and it's like the biggest actor from you know Game of Thrones or whatever. Yeah, kind of like yeah. That's what, what was it? That Pompeii movie was like that. Wasn't the dude from Game of Thrones in that? Yeah, Jon Snow, not Pompeii. Yeah, yeah Pompeii. Pompeii. Oh, that, that's that, that movie. movie uh, like, that fuck. was directed by. Uh, that was directed by. Uh, Paul W.S. Anderson who did the Resident Evil movies and Mortal Kombat. Yeah. That movie flopped. Yeah. You know, uh, there's a movie that I saw last weekend. I enjoyed it, but I'm surprised that it flopped. Uh, You guys seen Valerian? I'm not. I didn't see it. I saw it. I mean, Valerian... It was pretty, but they're not good actors. Yeah, yeah, maybe, but the movie may, yeah, maybe, good, yeah, like maybe the, they should have gone good? with, uh, maybe they should have gone with different actors for those two main characters instead of what we got. But, but the movie was decent. But they can't do that. Valerian can't do that because Valerian is is a is a comic book from France that nobody reads in the U.S. So no actor is going to put a, a you know sign a con- a three picture deal. Or uh, you know, or you try know, the, to you know, nobody's gonna try and and, and bang, get bang uh, I think gamble on that. The the only the on only that, big uh, time actor in that franchise. The only big time actor that was in Valerian was Clive Owen. Clive Owen, I mean, everyone. Yeah, else. but he's like he's nothing now. Like this this is Clive Owen hasn't been in a in a you know high grossing movie in ten years. Hmm. He hasn't even done the Audi commercials anymore, right? Was it yeah, out? no, nothing. Like, he, I mean, if you look at Clive Owen, he looks old as fuck. Like, oh, you could tell in the movie. Yeah, he's not. He's not. You know, he's not Children of Men Clive Owen anymore, or Sin City Clive Owen anymore. She took me a second because I had to hear his voice for a little bit to really like confirm in my head. Oh yeah, that's Clive Owen. But was the story good for Valerian? Yeah, it was. It no. was good. I never read the comic of it, but. I thought the visuals were pretty. Nobody cool. has. It, it was it was an average story that like good actors could have saved and made it a decent movie. Um, but it's just a special effect. It's uh, it's uh, what's that blue people movie? Avatar. Avatar. Yeah, it's it's Avatar. You know, you go, you watch a, the three D version of it. It's pretty colorful. The story is just barely there. The acting doesn't help it. 
get into this match. It, yeah, it, it starts. Like, it you, starts. Uh, it starts this dude through. It starts to do what's what's his name? He played. Uh, he played. Uh, he was in Amazing Spider-Man Two. And the chick. Don't was, know. Yeah, yeah. Andrew it, Garfield. No, no. Uh, he I forgot his name. Uh, Jamie Fox. Oh no. No, the white. Paul Giamatti. The other white. Damn, I'm trying to. I'm trying to remember the character's name. He was. He was Peter Parker's the, best the friend. The lizard. Dane DeHaan. Yeah, that guy. He was playing oh, uh, Peter guy. Parker's friend, uh, Harry Osborn, in that. And and the and the chick in the movie is the girl that played Enchantress in in Suicide Squad. Kate Levine. Look, the two best actors in this movie were Clive Owen and Rihanna, and Rihanna. Each, each one of them only gets like ten minutes of yeah, screen I, time. Yeah, I, yeah. Rihanna's I, a yeah. good actress. Yeah, I, I, she was mostly, and she basically just uh, she's a stripper. She's okay. So Rihanna is not. A lot of us, not really a stretch. Basically, Rihanna is like a Rihanna is a shape shifting alien that changes to different disguises during her uh, little dance number. But then you see her what she actually looks like. She looks like she's this a little, stripper hooker. Yeah, she looks like this blobby kind of like jelly looking alien. Point is, most of the movie she's not Rihanna, so she she's a decent voice actress. Uh, yeah. You see mm. her, yeah. You see her and, during the strip stripping scene as Rihanna, but then the rest of the movie, you see her as the alien. And she, uh, uh, this the, this dude uses her as a disguise to be able to get past these aliens. So this alien could actually shape shift into a form right over the dude's body, so he can pass as another alien. And when I say she's a decent voice actress. Keep in mind that the main actor is the only one I have to compare it with because that's the only person she really has a scene with. Uh, yeah, who's the main actor? Dane DeHaan. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's a he's yeah. like the hero. He and this chick the are the hero. Ah, oh. it's Valerian. It's Val- uh, Valerian and Loreline. Which also gets annoying that they keep calling him Valerian. At some point, they should just call him and, Val. And his character, yeah, or, and, and his or, character, and they they keep portraying his character as being this this horny dude because he wants to get laid with this chick so bad. Well, the comic itself has has sex in it. Like it's you know the the a lot of the sci fi French comics are borderline erotica. Because because she uh, because his partner is so hot, he just wants to get in bed with her so bad. I mean, I don't see anything wrong with that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but it's 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 a it's a, it's a decent movie. It, it it it's it has a lot it has a lot of action scenes. If you like a space opera, if you like uh. Fifth, the fifth element. This movie has kind of that fifth element feel to it. No, it like doesn't. Them. It doesn't have that fifth element feel. That's just what everybody keeps saying. It doesn't. And it's, it's only because it's that dude that made it, right? Yeah. Uh, Luke Basson. It's like when they said that one video game is like very Tarantino-ish, but it wasn't. They Which did- one? Ah, some game with some chick in it that was kind of westerny. 
I think you mean wet. Probably. Yeah. Like the fact that we can't really think about it is shows that it sucked. And why was it like Tarantino? Because it was Western-y when Hateful Eight came out? Because it was Western-y, and in the press release, they said that the dude was trying to make a Tarantino of a game. And so everybody said, oh, this game is like a Tarantino film. It wasn't. That's just what somebody said, and everybody jumped jumped on it, and that's what's happening here. Like, oh, this, this guy is like, he's redoing uh, Fifth Element. He's not. Uh, if you want, if if you want to enjoy this movie, get high and watch it's, it. It's 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 interesting. Way Fifth, uh, you know, Fifth Element. Uh, the guy, I mean, he he had the 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 guy who created all the all the visuals, all the artwork and stuff for, for the Fifth Element was the same person who who did uh the Valerian comic. He wanted to do the movie, but they didn't had the technology to do it back then. So he did the fifth yeah, element. That didn't stop Star Wars. Yep. They had to come up with ways to do the effects. But for a movie like that, it, it would be too difficult to do in the past. Which is why you have another movie that's coming out. I don't know if you've seen the trailer for it, but have you seen the trailer for Ready Player One? Have any of you guys ever read the book? Fuck no to read books. The fuck you not, think not, not show even the is? audiobook version of it? You don't read audiobooks. Well, I mean you listen to the audiobook, I mean. I happened I just happened to acquire the audiobook of Ready Player One and I just finished it today. I want it in Braille. <laughs> and you know, I I I, 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 I was I wanted to hear the audiobook of it after watching the trailer because it just had me excited. There was some controversy with the trailer. I, I don't know what I it was the, really. I, but. The, the controversy is I think people, some people are upset about it, you know, being nostalgia based and all that stuff. But they never read, if they have read the book, that. they would understand why all the nostalgia is there, all the 80s references and stuff. They would understand. It's the new But yeah, if you've seen the trailer, I mean, the movie is a Warner Brothers movie, so a lot of the stuff that we'll see reference to will probably be a lot of Warner Brothers properties because in the trailer you can actually spot, uh, you can spot um, Hardy Quinn and Deathstroke in a shot there, and as well as the Iron Giant and Freddy Krueger was stupid. also there. That's not eighties. Wait, uh, Harley Quinn and uh, Deathstroke are not eighties. Well, Deathstroke, yeah, but yeah, well, probably not. But but the movie's not gonna. I don't think the movie's gonna be mostly just eighties references. It's gonna be a lot of other stuff there too. Because uh, the the trailer also show like little little Easter eggs. Like you see uh, Duke Nukem there. You see Joust. You see. that's not eighties. What's not what's not eighties? Joust is eighties. Duke Nukem? Yeah, Duke Nukem is eighties. No, it's not. You never played I mean the I think the Duke Nukem that you remember was the three D version, right? But a lot what a lot of people don't remember is 
Duke Nukem originally started out, uh, started out as a 2D game. What? Yeah, Duke Nukem originally was a two-dimensional si- I mean, uh, platform type of game. Get the fuck out of here. I blew your mind. 2D? Yeah. Um, and, you know, the trailer, I mean, I, after reading... Where can I play it? Where I don't know. Just just Google search it or something. You know, you'll find pretty much anything. It's how I managed to find the audio book for this. Google is your friend. Hmm. Um, yeah, so, yeah, so Ready Player One looks like it's going to be a, uh, uh awesome movie. It's directed by Spielberg. It's the 2017 version of Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, it, well, it, it the 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 way to describe uh, Ready Player One is basically Willy Wonka meets The Matrix. But we already saw that. In what we saw like, it in what in the anime? What anime? Uh, I forget what it was called. Um... But it was a anime where the kid he he there's a a whole um, what you call it like a social network slash gaming space that people do business with through, and it's like a, a multifunction app or program, and they go into that and live in that virtual world. They fight with each other as a fighting game part, and then. They do, you know, they they do all their, they pay their bills through it and everything. And then he moves to the country and then he has to fight the biggest dude from the country with no, like, uh, Wi-Fi and they had to cool down the computers. When, when did that anime come With out? ice. It came out in, like, 2009, 2010. Which means it probably came out before in Japan. The uh, Ready Player One, the book came out in 2011. Right, so it just ripped off that anime. But the, you know, the book itself makes a lot of reference to Japanese TV shows, and and anime. Did you already finish the, the audiobook? Yeah, I finished it today. I was listening, you know, I, I I was listening to it since Tuesday. Oh, all right. And and, and I just it, it, and it's pretty pretty good. I'm pretty sure I know that the so, mov- I know that the movie's gonna be a lot okay. different to the book because hold on, Tiger, hold on, hold on, Tiger, hold on, Tiger. Look, I know you're on you're shot out of a cannon right now, but <laughs> this is today is a very like a very Tiger Claw uh, curious day. Like I'm really curious about you today, Tiger Claw. So I, I I'm gonna have a, a list of questions real quick. Uh, uh, the first I, one. It, Okay. The the first. Hold on. No, 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 let me let me ask you this question. What? Okay. There's been a lot of movies that have been based on other properties. Uh huh. Why is Ready Player One the first one that makes you actually want to read or uh, get some exposure to the source material? Because of because of all the stuff that it referenced, the book is basically like a cornucopia of pop culture references. No, 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 no. but what, look, I, the book is what it is. Why did seeing this trailer make you want to read the book? Because there was so much hype behind it, you know, that it's like deep. But why, why, why? Because I wanted to know what the story was about. So I it wasn't. It wasn't. 
peer pressure. But there, there's, I mean, you know, Ready Player One has hype. I, I'm not going to deny that. But there's been other stuff that's what I would consider better. Well, to be honest, Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold I need you to listen before you answer this, at least for the next five minutes. Okay. Um, there's been other stuff in the past that has is based on better source material, but you've never, you know, there, with more hype, but you've never felt to to, you know, get exposed to that source material. Like, why is that? I think because Ready Player One really speaks to me in terms of all the stuff that it mentions because. I like video games a lot, and the story in it mm-hmm. involves a video game through and through the entire story. And there's so much references to not just video games, but to all things pop culture, from movies, TV, music, all that stuff. That that is just kind of inter- you know fun to to hear to hear about. Like uh, mm. uh, like the DeLorean from Back to the Future is very prominent in the trailer that you saw there. That's that's the mm-hmm. vehicle that the main character drives the most. Um, the trailer shows off. I, I haven't seen the trailer, but yeah. Uh, I'll I'll link it to you. No, it's okay. I, I mean, I'm not interested at all of this movie. That that's why I guess it was so fascinating. That it compelled you to go and, and it, it get compel- the audio It compelled cause... me because of the one thing that that's always the driving force of me wanting to see a movie such as this: video games. Okay. Video games is the driving force, pretty much. Okay. When whenever whenever they make a movie <laughs> that where the video game, not not a movie based on a particular video game, but a movie where where it's about video games in general. I'll, uh, uh, it it piques my interest, you know, like Tron, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Piques my interest because they're not adapting a particular video game, but it's about video games. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. I I, I kind of understand now. Okay. Um, I have another question. Yes. If you would allow me to ask you. So, this Comic-Con event that happened this weekend, there's a lot of news coming through. How do you compile all the news? Do you get it, like, as it happens? Do you sit at your computer for an extended amount of time waiting for shit to pop up? Well, I've been watching, uh, I've been watching IGN and Marvel's uh, live stream from Comic-Con's. Okay. Which which is where I usually get most of the news from, because sometimes they would talk about something, and then I would look, then I would search for it, and uh, and, and, and then I go to the I go to the one website that that pretty much poses every kind of news that they come that comes from Comic Con. Mm-hmm. You know which site I'm talking about. Yeah. So I yeah I always go to that site all the time like whenever whenever some news breaks I go to that site to check on it if it's not 
posted on that site, I have some other sites that I check on to see if they post it on there. And most of the, most often than not, some of the other sites have the news before comic uh, comic book movie has has it. So, how much time did you spend in front of your computer during Comic Con? Let's say Friday. Friday is the first day. Well, I spent I spent most day. of the time on the computer during the duration of those live streams because you know. Okay. When, the, those so live streams like, are on. Those the, live streams how, weren't on like like in the morning or anything like that. They came on in the right. afternoon and then they they ended in the evening. So how long was each live stream? I don't remember. I think I think most of the I think most of Marvel's live streams were probably like four hours or five hours or something like that. Wow. Okay. But you know, but I don't wow. really. Uh, but but it doesn't mean that I was watching it all the way straight. There are times on Marvel's right. uh, live stream where there's nothing happening, and, and most of the time they would just show like, like they show the con itself, but nothing happening. They just show people just moving around. They would show like uh, okay. They would show the signings. They, they would show booth, the actors right? sitting on the table doing the signings okay. and. And and it's usually just like the camera just frozen on on that on that of the actors doing the signings, and so there are times when nothing is happening and and mm-hmm. and when that is happening, then that's when I go on the internet and go to the sites like Comic Book Movie for any new, other types of news from Comic Con. Cool. Mm-hmm. So, have you ever uh, have you ever missed something? Like when you decide to go to the bathroom or anything like that. Well, not exactly because what I basically do is I have a I have a tablet. So, if I have mm-hmm. to go to the bathroom for a for a moment, I just pull out. I just pick up my tablet, tune into the uh, the live stream. On the tablet, and take it with me, and I just keep. So it. you're always connected. Yeah, I'm. I you know because if I have to, if I have to do my business, and, and there's a live stream going on, of from a particular event, uh, I don't want to miss every single moment of it. So I bring my lap, but I bring my tablet with me. Wow. That's that's dedication right there, man. Yeah, man. And I thank you for it because that that helps us do the show. Exactly. That's I why I saw the That's uh the trailer for what? Ready Player 1? No, Avengers. Oh. Infinity War. Okay. Uh, uh, I, I, I hope you got the. I hope you had got the good version because there were two versions of that trailer. One, you don't you, you see only half the screen, and then there's another one that you can see the whole screen. Nice sign off. And and and, and the video <laughs> yeah. is like over I, three minutes. I started to watch it myself. I started to watch it myself, and I'm like, uh, I'll wait till they show the real one. I mean, I really want to see it, but I want to see it good, like you know, like with good quality. 
Yeah, oh, but I don't think we will see yep. a good quality version of the trailer until no- November. When November. Thor Ragnarok yeah. comes out. Yeah. No, I mean, I get it, but I, I'm, I guess I'm willing to wait at this point. Yeah, but there there are quite a few of us that cannot wait, so we, we, we do everything we can to find the footage. And no matter how hard they try not to get the footage leak, once it's out there on the internet, it's out there for good. Yeah. You respect the company you say you like. Yeah, but not everyone can get into Hall H. That's the problem. You know, Hall H. People be camping out yeah. in the front to get into Hall H, which is kind of unfair for those who try to get in because you got all these other douchebags who or are you know hogging up the line to get in because they want to be the first people in there so you're going to punish Marvel Studios for something San Diego Comic Con is at fault for I think well, I think I think what they need they probably need a bigger bigger building or something they've been doing that well, in the same it, place no now. it's just one of those it's 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 just one of those things like you know, they live stream shit and then they expect people not to expect shit to be out there. Well, they live stream I mean, stuff, if but... You're gonna show it, they, they live stream... Yeah, Marvel does their live streams, but they don't show... They don't show what they show at the at the, at the the panels. They right. would show... They would show no, a I, panel... I get it. They, show, they would show a recording of the panel, but then they cut away from showing the footage. Like, because they edit it out. Yeah. No, I get it, but it's just one of those things. Like you're teasing, you're teasing people, and then now nowadays it's one of those. It's it's, it's a, we live in a world where people are gonna get it if people, you put it. So people are gonna get if it. If you don't no want matter people to what. see it till November, if you don't want people to see it till November, don't show it till November. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. That that's the thing is, you know, they 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 show the footage at at the panels for those who are inside to see. But no matter what, there's going to be somebody there that's going to record it. No, I, no, I, I agree. Fuck the people that, that paid hard-earned money to, to show up to their event. Yeah, fuck them. Like, I didn't get to go, so fuck them. You're right, Oz. Always the voice of wisdom. Mm-hmm. You know what... Cool. what yeah. What Comic Con needs to do is they need to build a wall. <laughs> <laughs> they have plenty of walls. Yeah, but those walls uh, and the, uh, the those walls always get broken because they find a way. Life, you know, like life I think always this finds is a way. A... Right before Comic Con, they they announced that. David F. Sandberg was going to be uh, directing Shazam, or as I like to call it, Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, David F. Sandberg, I guess he he's been a horror director. And, and, he did uh, Lights Out and Annabelle Creation. And I think horror directors are actually good directors. Period. Like, 
for me, putting the horror guy to do Doctor Strange was probably one of the best things that Marvel could have done. Well, considering... Because... Yeah, because, uh, he, because those horror directors are very familiar with the supernatural elements of those movies, so putting well, him to do that... Uh, yeah. They're, 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 I, yes, they do make unbelievable things seem believable to the point that it, it, it instills fear into the audience. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm thinking more about filmmaking in general. Just they know how to set a mood. They know how to f- make somebody feel something at any given point. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, yeah, g- getting this dude to do Shazam, I think, is, is a good step. Uh, I mean, Captain Marvel, sorry. Uh, but oh. he talks about here. Here's a quote of him. Okay. Referring to Billy Batson, he says, To keep it general and not go into script details, I'd say the core thing that's appealing to me is the wish fulfillment. What kid doesn't want to be Superman? And this kid basically gets to become Superman. Like that there is that he, he should have been written, the, he should have been writing the new 52 Captain Marvel. Hmm. Like that right there is something that describes Billy Batson and Captain Marvel and the, the joining of the two that people don't get. Did you? Did you know? You, I, I know. I don't know if the article mentions it or not. But did you read the part where the movie is not going to have Black Adam in it? Uh yeah, I I, I, I didn't you, read that part, but how do you, that's okay. How I do mean, you do a Shazam movie without Black Adam? Easy. They did like ten years of Shazam comics without Black Adam. Like, you know, he fought monsters. Like, it's it's weird because it's basically here's what separates. Alright, tired clock. I hope you you have the attention span and, and the focus to listen to me. <clears throat> Wanna break this shit down for you. I actually have to stand up and walk around to do this because this is exciting for me. <laughs> Alright. Captain Marvel is a little boy. A little orphan boy. Of course. Billy Bats. Alright. Little little orphan boy that's so vulnerable as a little boy from any danger the world has to offer. Or threatened with. Mm-hmm. You know? He has to... He has to worry about... What goes bump in the night... Without having the comfort of a parent. And then he gets this... Magical power... Essentially becomes Superman. And what does he fight? He doesn't fight... A anti-Captain Marvel... That is the ruler of a nation... In Northern Africa... That doesn't believe he's a villain. Nah, man, that's some bullshit they created years after. The original core of Captain Marvel and Shazam is this kid fights monsters. He fights monsters that, like, one of the monsters is just this, like, anthropomorphic crocodile. Because kids are afraid about the myth, or him in particular was afraid about the myth about somebody flushing their pet crocodile and then becoming a giant in the sewers. So he, one of the villains is is a fucking crocodile, you know. Uh, 
basically the the monster society of evil is anything that a child between the ages of five and eight years old would be afraid of while he's getting uh, tucked in at night. And then this kid gets the power of a god or many gods and fights those monsters. That's the beauty of the Captain Marvel Shazam comics. So it does, you don't need Shazam, you don't need Captain Mar uh, Black Adam in a Captain Marvel movie. Yeah, because what they, they what Warner Brothers wants to do is they want to make their own Black Adam movie. Yeah, let them do that shit. I'm fine with that. I mean, it's I, finally time that somebody I, makes a movie yeah, from the villain's bring, perspective. Yeah, bring in Black Adam and then maybe put him in Man of Steel two or something and have him fight Superman. I I would love to see a Superman versus Black Adam. You fight. can't. You, yeah, you can't see that without Captain Marvel in it. True. Because because Black Adam, I mean Black Adam will beat the fuck out of Superman. True. Without Captain Marvel there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, if they do Man of Steel 2, they need to bring in... They need to bring in Captain Marvel to, uh... To assist or something. Well, if anything, they should have it happen in the Captain Marvel 2 movie or the movie where they join the Black Adam and Captain Marvel stuff and then have Superman in it with his mustache yeah it makes me wonder if they're gonna do all this before they get to Flashpoint yeah this Flashpoint shit is stupid I mean I mean Um, yeah I mean the very first Flash movie that Warner Brothers is gonna make is gonna be Flashpoint and it's kind of weird it's kind of weird that they wanna go Straight up, straight away, all the way to just Flashpoint already, because, uh, uh, you know, I, 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 you seen Def- Jeffrey Dean Morgan who plays uh, Thomas Wayne in Batman v Superman. Yeah. He took some interest in in that news that he wants to play Batman in yeah. the Flashpoint movie. Look, that's all fine and dandy. I don't think. That calling it Flashpoint guarantees that th- that Batman's gonna be in it. You know what I mean? Uh, true. I mean the the first episode of the second season or third season of the Flash TV show, second or third, um, was called Flashpoint, and it wasn't it had nothing to do with that comic book thing. Uh. I think the Flash. That's the one thing I didn't like the most out of the, the Justice League trailer was that Flash. That Flash is shit. It shouldn't exist. So if he creates a Flashpoint universe out of going back and making his mother swallow so he doesn't exist, then I'm on board. But maybe when he fixes it, he becomes Grant Gustin. It doesn't even need to be Grant Gustin. It just doesn't need to be that kid and not that costume. That costume was terrible. It's like, I've seen better costumes in the 1994 Power Ranger movie. <laughs> it's terrible. Um, yeah, and yeah, I don't. The Flash is fine on TV. You don't need him 
in a Justice League movie. If anything, like the only good thing out of this Flashpoint movie would be that it changes this whole DC entertainment universe into something good. Yeah, I just wonder where where you know where are they going to do that movie? Are they going to do that movie after they do these movies first, or they're going to do this one and then do those? It's like at the end, right? Because the Flash movie doesn't come out till like four years from now. Isn't that the plan? Well, I don't know. I mean, the Aquaman movie is still filming. And we still got, yeah, that one. And then I don't know what else that they announced. I know that they're supposed the to make it. I know there's going to be a Suicide Squad 2, which is going to be directed by someone else. And, and then there's going to be a uh, Gotham City Sirens movie. But some news of that came out recently that. Yeah, that might not even happen anymore. It may or may not happen with uh, because David Ayer won't be involved in it. They could just get someone else. So look, here, here's the deal. Here's here, look. They got they got Captain Marvel, Suicide Squad two, the Batman, Justice League Dark, Batgirl, Green Lantern Corps, and then the Flash Flashpoint. Like. Why would they call it the Flash Flashpoint? Like that's stupid. You would you be? It would, it would be better off just to call it Flashpoint. Yeah, just call it Flashpoint. Because, yeah, yeah, because you know the Flashpoint. Yeah, because I know, I've been noticing a trend in these DC movies where they don't usually bar, get the title of the superhero in the in the title of the movie. They just get like a. Uh, like a, uh, a a specific title, uh, like you know how they did Man of Steel, uh, and and other movies that don't use the superhero name, but it's kind of a reference to it. Well, what's another one like? Uh, uh, there's uh, the, the other Dark Knight. They all use the name. There's the Dark Knight, the Dark Knight Rises. Okay. Uh, and we had uh, right. So it's just like a comic book. Where you know that you know you're reading Spider-Man, but the chapters that you're reading are called Torment. You know, like they should just call it Flashpoint, and you know you're going to be watching the Flash. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like uh, Oz, what do you think about this Flashpoint? I know, I know you're supposed to like it because you're the DC guy, but you could be real. Just tell me, tell me what you feel about this. Is the Captain Marvel movie supposed to come out before? According to this, the Captain Marvel movie is supposed to come out before Suicide Squad 2. I mean, before Flashpoint? Oh, yeah, way before. I don't know if... I, I mean, the list that's here, I don't know if it's in order. But it has Flash Flashpoint at the very end. If they do it like the books, then I think it'll be fine. I don't think I think from origin stories right now, especially since they have all the TV shows that were origin stories, and they they're just trying to skip that. What about the Nightwing movie? Did or, they mention anything about that? I don't know. You watched the the live streams. Hmm. There was no live stream for DC. Titan. No. 
I'm not. I don't get excited for a Nightwing movie. They already promised me a Booster Gold show. They broken promises. That's all I get. Then the uh, and and look what you're ending up ended up getting. You're getting a a Krypton series. Yeah, that's stupid. Which turned out to be like that uh, that Terminator TV show they did. Yeah, yeah, that's what we're getting, right? The the Sarah Connor's Chronicle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It says it's that supposed they're... to introduce. Uh... Let's see, where's this article here? Yeah, it's supposed to. They say there's. Yeah, it's supposed some... to. Yeah, go ahead. No, yeah, you go ahead. You... It's supposed to the, the this this series. They say it's going to have some time travel or something. So we'll see characters like yeah, Brainiac that... and Doomsday show up. Here's what Jeff Johns had to say about it. He says, It's a show that although it takes place centuries ago on Krypton about the House of L, it's about a conspiracy from the present that has traveled back in time to Krypton to prevent Superman's legacy from ever happening. So basically the show is not really... We're not seeing like the beginnings, the very beginnings in Krypton's so it's basically, yeah. uh, somebody from present day saw something happening, and they had to travel back in time to prevent. Uh, right, Brainiac, a powerful robot from the future, travels back in time to prevent the savior of the planet from being born. Where have I heard that before? So, so that 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 changes. That's changed. You know, that completely changes how we view... But, you know, but Terry's like, hold on, you gotta back it up a little bit. They're over here showing Doomsday. They already showed Doomsday. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck is that? Like... They Krypton's Doomsday? They showed Doomsday in the movie. Oh, I thought the TV show one. The, the, the movies don't connect with the TV shows for DC. So this one th- takes place in the present DC Entertainment Universe, according to Jeff Johns. I think Jeff Johns is retarded. He means the show. Universe. And that completely that completely changes the way the, that completely changes how we view the Krypton TV show now. At first, we thought that it was going to be a show that's going to stay strictly in the past. And we learn about these characters who are relatives of Superman, but now hearing this news that it's, it's somebody who goes from the present day to the past to change to uh, to change uh, something from happening in in Krypton's past, that completely changes how we view this now. It's not what we thought what it was going to be. Because right here, there are others from Earth already on Krypton as the series progresses. And we'll bring in some more classic DC characters. There'd be some goddamn Nightwing and Flamebird in there. I wouldn't be surprised if they even brought in Arrow. I would be surprised. Or Supergirl. That's more likely, because they actually have Superman. Or Superman could go yeah, back but, in time uh, and be father. 
But if if they were to bring Supergirl, the TV show Supergirl, into this, then it would be from her universe, not the Arrowverse. Right. I mean, but she could go through the Arrowverse and then from there go back. Because technically, there's no Supergirl in the Arrowverse. It's no super- and she goes, yeah, so she goes back and forth. So technically, she's the Supergirl from that Arrowverse. Mm, yeah. She just you know gotta jump I mean? through some hoops to get there. Mm, not not a lot of hoops. Like yeah. She, she has an interdimensional cell phone. Right. She should just get Rick's portal gun. Yeah, it, they should have just done that. It's so much easier. You know, they, 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 you know what? Maybe they maybe they'll do a crossover with uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Because you I know, don't they, think Legends of Tomorrow could travel that far away. But you never know. Oh, I know. Uh, Jared Leto is in talks for Bloodshot at Sony. Uh, can you explain to right, us well, I know, what, Bloodshot, I know. what Bloodshot is? Bloodshot is a comic book by Valiant. It's basically like... Uh, I don't know how to explain it, but he's like this... like I think like an android soldier? Kind of like Universal Soldier? Looks like Japanese Punisher. Yeah, but... That's kind of yeah. I guess I mean you might even be able to call them that. All the all the Valiant comics are stupid. Like I never wanted to read any of them back in the day, and when they came back, I still don't want to read any of them. I love that they they got good talent and signed them up for them in the comics. But all I care about those people getting paid. Yeah, <laughs> I don't care about actually like reading those books, but. Basically, there's a the Sony bought the movie rights for the Valiant stuff, and they're creating their own little universe. So there's a character, a title called Harbinger, and that's gonna have a movie. Then Bloodshot's gonna have one. I know the dude that was the Green Ranger is trying hard to be Bloodshot. The original Green Ranger. Yeah, Jason David. Old dude Frank. with the long. Yeah, that guy. Mm-hmm. Huh. He's an MMA. He's an MMA uh, fighter now. Oh, they do. They do Geomancer. That was going to be a movie too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So okay, so here's. I guess this article tells you a little bit about Bloodshot. What Bloodshot is? It says. Uh, it's. Bloodshot is Angela Mortali, a ruthless killer for the mob who is set up by the family and framed for a murder. He instead goes into witness uh, witness protection but is betrayed by an FBI agent guarding him. Kidnapped and forcibly subjected to experimental program in which his body is injected with microscopic computers called nanites. They erase his brain and rebuild it and his body to be a weapon with superhuman strength, healing powers. The character was created by Kevin Van Hook, Don Perlin, and Bob Lee. Yeah, I mean, it already sounds stupid to me. It was stupid in the 90s when all that stuff was great. 
<laughs> and it's stupid again. So we'll see. I mean, that's some ghost shell bullshit. Yeah, but I like I don't see Jared Leto being a good Bloodshot, even though Bloodshot itself isn't good. You know what I mean? Like, I could have sworn Jared Leto was a female in an episode of Seinfeld at one point. <laughs> like, for real, that episode where where George is taking the pictures to the the photography place and this girl puts a, a naked picture of herself in there. Like, that girl is Jared Leto. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah that, that's neither here nor there. This sounds like it would be an action role. I don't know if Leto can do action. Nah. Like, if anything, he was good for the Joker because of that, because you don't need a lot of physicality for the Joker. You know what I mean? Yeah, you just have to be creepy. Yeah. Like, creepy, like, creepier the Joker is, the better it is, almost. You know what I mean? But, yeah. Hopefully, he still... I don't want to see... Yeah, hopefully, he still has interest in playing the Joker. Ah, who cares? I don't want him as a Joker anyway. Ain't nobody... Nobody gives a shit if he doesn't do it. Yeah, I bet bet you after that Flashpoint movie... We'll have a different Joker and a different Batman after after that. Look, movie. We're gonna have a, we're gonna have look if it follows the comics, but even if it follows the comics, they don't need to show that Joker. You know what I mean? Tyra Claus just trying to defend the fake news he was trying to post. The, uh, right. Well, I mean, yeah. Tyra- if yeah, if I it, I I heard that you know when the Flashpoint happens, uh, the Joker ended up being female this time. And it was, right, uh, it was Martha Wayne, but not in the regular universe. Just well, which gets but weird. it's not even it's not even in Flashpoint. It's in a flashback of stuff that happened in the the, the origin of that Batman. Yeah, it was just in Flashpoint. It's just in the Batman Flashpoint book. Right. So if any, if anything, she would have to if she wants to be in it, it would be like a cameo, no much more than what she had in. in Batman versus Superman. And would, quite frankly, if the people that loved Batman versus Superman saw her as the Joker, they would be really confused, even though it's in the Flashpoint movie. They would have no idea what's going on, and they would hate it. Yeah, at best, it would be Thomas Wayne explaining why he's Batman and not... Exactly. And it would just show her as the Joker in the it, background. But even that, like, people just seeing that would freak out and be like, what the fuck is going on? I thought and it was then, Jared Leto. And, the, and like, then people, people will freak out even more when they notice that this other Batman is even more murdery than the Ben Affleck version. Yeah, and that's that's the thing. It's like, you can't have two murdery Batmans. Like, really, like, you can't have that. Like, that's stupid. I don't think they would put that Batman. I think, if anything, they would put that Batman and not show his murderiness. Yeah, he's just there to electrocute Flash to get him... Exactly, yeah. Basically. Plus, I'm not sure Ben Affleck can cry on command. I don't think he could look younger than than uh, the dude that's going to play his dad. Oh, they could digitally oh, with, de-age him. Yeah, with, with the, look, they, it look, they could it just de-age like they, him a few years. Yeah, it look, it's going to look terrible. I mean, I mean, I mean... I, you you heard about the uh, uh, Cap 
Captain Marvel news. I think were... I think they, I think they tried to de-age him in real life. <laughs> ben Affleck, like I saw him on the cover of a magazine, he looked Asian. He got like a facelift or something. <laughs> looked terrible. Yeah. You shouldn't get a facelift to to look younger. Always stick to bathing in virgin blood. That's. Yeah. Oh, we kind of skip. We kind of skim over this one piece of news when we were talking about Marvel. But what are your thoughts on Captain Marvel being set in the 1990s with a younger version of Yeah, uh, Nick Fury with both eyes, and then to top it all off, they mentioned that the scrolls will be a part of it. I mean, the scrolls being a part of it is okay. Like, you can't have a Captain Marvel origin story without the scrolls. You can't, but here's um, the thing: you can't, well, you can't have the scrolls without having Super Scroll. How how are you gonna do a how are you gonna do yeah, a scroll without true. Super Scroll? That's not true. Shut up! Shut up! You don't know. Like, I wish there was enough hype in this movie to make you read some comics, Tiger Claw. By the way, uh, thank you for broadcasting. You're um, it, it's first of all, like the original Captain Marvel, Rick Jones. He was a a, a Kree. Like he battles, he was a weapon against the Kree in the Kree Scroll War. You know what I mean? So you gotta have scrolls, but they're not even doing that character all around. Like that character doesn't exist. Well, he exists, but he's not Captain Marvel. They're just gonna skip and just do the woman. They're gonna skip all her Miss Marvel stuff. You know, all her good stuff. So, so just they're just gonna go and, right ahead to uh, Captain Marvel. Right till she becomes Captain Marvel. So I think the movie itself. All of it is stupid. I think the actor they pick, they pick they pick to play her is stupid. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, how how setting, are they gonna, having it set in the nineties is stupid. How yeah, how are they going to bring her to present day MCU? It like, doesn't matter. Is, is she going to be it like? Doesn't matter. Is they going to do some sort of time travel thing, or she's going to be in some sort of uh, what do you call it? Uh, suspended hibernation or something like that, and then she wakes up in present day. I don't know how they're going to do that. Let's put, put, put it this way. If it was in the past, they would have brought her up already. And they didn't. Yeah, so, so they're probably going to do some sort of... Uh, last yeah. week... Yeah. Last week, Tyreek, I don't know if you were listening last week. But last week, I brought... Uh, I brought up to Larry that little things are popping up that make me think... Marvel's gonna get the Fantastic Four back, and I mentioned, or you know, the 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 Fox stuff and mm-hmm. the Marvel stuff are gonna join. Uh, one of the things was Legion. The way that Legion works, it allows for that to happen, and then not only that, the production team behind it is half Fox, half Marvel Studios, working together to make Legion. Mm-hmm. Another one was the Watchers. The Watchers are the Fantastic Four shit. They're on 
they come up in Guardians, and you know that. Now here's another one. A new one is the Scrolls. Yeah. So uh, Fox has the right for the Scrolls, and Marvel Studios movie is using it. But doesn't Fox so, own the rights to Super Scroll? Well, they own the rights of the scrolls all around because they're they they they're from the Fantastic Four. Like they're the ones that deal with them first. So they got Super Scroll. They got scrolls all around. That's why they had to use Chitari in the in the Avengers movie. I I, I wouldn't be surprised so. if the next phase of Avenger movies will have them dealing with the scrolls because they had to deal with that that scroll invasion storyline. Uh, I, I think I think that scroll invasion storyline is too small potatoes for the movies. Like even that event, like it happened after Civil War, it was too like not almost a non-event. Like Civil War is just so big that Secret Invasion wasn't that that big, you know. I think it's. I, I think after the movies, they're just going to start over. They'll have a flashpoint. Well, yeah, start they're, new shit. yeah, yeah. After uh, the Infinity War stuff that happens, everything is zapped back into existence, like like nothing happened, except right. for some heroes didn't make it or something. Yeah, like somebody will, will, will whisper, like Scarlet Witch will say, "No more mutants" or something. And then half of no more superheroes, and then half of all the superheroes that have powers won't exist anymore. Yeah, because you don't even know. What, so yeah, you yeah, uh, Infinity since, War. I uh, I don't know if you since we jumped on. Yeah, hold on. Since we jumped on to another thing on source material, I have one more question for you. What is it? What? Uh, how much hype is it going to take for you to read some actual comics? Uh, I I do I do read one comic every now and then. Uh, yeah, but man, I don't I'm read it. Like... But I, I well I I've been I, I I've been reading every now and then the latest issue of the IDW TMNT comics. Yeah, yeah. No, I know that because I know you like that. That's fine. Look, thank you. You good? Good on you for reading that. I'm talking about. You saw Spider-Man: Homecoming. Oh, you're asking me if you know because because I watch these comic book movies. You're you're asking me if if those movies are enough to make me want to read the comics. Is that what you're saying? Well, what? not necessarily. I want to see what, how, how good or how high does the hype have to be, or how good does the movie have to be, for you to want to read a Spider-Man comic. It, it's really hard. I mean, I I had to be really, 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 really into it that would make me want to read the comic, or or listen to an audio book of of the of the source material to be to get into it. But in the case of, uh, but I mean, right now the biggest hype is around Ready even more one. so than DC DC movies. Like, no, no, all the hype is around Infinity War. Well, you see, the thing, uh, 
yeah, if, yeah, I, I'm pretty hyped about Infinity War because they've been building that up for ten years. Right, the hype is bigger than Ready Player One. Like, don't you want to read Infinity War? Well, I'm, look, see, the problem with reading a comic book and then seeing the movie is that ninety percent of the time, the movie, the storyline in it will not be anything like the comics. So you set yourself ah. up. You set yourself up for disappointment when you ah. when you uh, read a comic and then you watch the movie version of it, and you ah. notice that some some key moments are not as you imagine it when you read it before. It's not like you know. It kind of you know. It it kind of like you no. Know, it's like that's not how I imagine it would be like. And then when you watch the movie. And then read the comic, and based on a the story that you read, you'll notice the differences between the the source material where this happened, but it happened this way in the comic. It it's it's it, it's mm-hmm. kind of you know if if both source material were the same, exactly. In terms of what happens in the movie, it happens exactly like in the comic. Then it won't be you know you won't be disappointed by it because it's exactly it, 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 it stick to the source material, but when, it, but when it starts to deviate from that, it's really hard to get hype for one uh, source of uh, content, which is why I usually prefer the movies because when you read a comic and you see the images, you see the you can visualize what you see because you see the all the all the graphics and stuff, but when you look at when I look at the comics themselves and I see all all the artwork in my mind, I'm just picturing an animated cartoon. I can't picture it in live action because since I have something visual, a visual representation of what I'm reading, I can only imagine it as a as as a cartoon, which is why it's hard to go back and forth. Hello? I see. Yeah, when I read comics, yeah. I, when I read comics, uh, I, I see it as a cartoon. I don't see it as a live action movie because the artwork is so good that it looks like something you could see on uh, on, on Saturday morning cartoon or something. So what do I have to do to get you to read a comic? Uh. Well, like I said before, I've been reading every now and then the TMNT comics. Yeah, no, 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 no. But I'm talking about reading other stuff. It's hard. I, to read the other stuff, I have to be captivated by it. Very captivated. Like so if I make you a, a reading list? No, no, no. I mean, TMNT is the only thing that has been captivating me for all these years. Is it a Skrillex comic? A what? A Skrillex comic? Would you read that? Skrillex comic? No. Tyreclaw doesn't like Skrillex. I like electronic. Look, I like electronic music, but yeah, I, but he likes real electronic. I like Skrillex. real electronic music. None of that cheesy garbage that you hear on the radio. Yeah, I like the, the underground stuff nowadays. Like yeah. that's so like that shit. Yeah. 
I, I like the more underground well, electronic old, old dance mouse. music. The more underground stuff. Because when you, like you like to, old Dead Mouse, right? Oh uh, yeah, I like some. I like some of the. Uh, I, I like some Dead Mouse when he produces some stuff that sounds very original. Because a lot of electronic. You know what you should listen to, Tiger Claw. What? You should listen to a group called the Browning. I, well, I'm very picky about the electronic type of electronic music I listen to because I uh, no, I, I like listening listen to certain to it. genres. Just listen to it and see if you like it. See if you don't. Hmm. You know what I mean? True. Uh, but yeah. All right. What else is in the news here? Oh, David Ayer it. is no longer involved with Gotham City Sirens. Yep. Do you know why he left? Uh, I don't. I think the I think the article mentions it. Let me let me look at it. Yeah, he said. Uh, like, I get, he made this movie called Bright for uh, Netflix. Yeah. yeah, it's a movie that stars. And he was just. Yeah, it's. Yeah, he was he was able to just do whatever he wanted because it's unrated. Like, doesn't have to rate. He doesn't have to do. You know. Mm-hmm. So he uh, he says like he, here's this quote. He says, "I don't think people realize the situation filmmakers face. Bright isn't some bullshit standard issue PG thirteen movie. I was able to do some real shit here. So basically, like." He's never directed a, a PG-13 movie, and he felt real constraint while doing that. So yeah, that's why that's why that's just, why Suicide Squad had some issues. Uh, I think it's more than that, but yeah. So he was given the opportunity to uh, direct this movie called Bright. You heard about this movie, right? It's the, the movie. yeah, it's like a uh, like. A real world fantasy movie or something? Yeah, like it's where like, it's a fantasy world and the real world. Yeah, it. Th- think of it. Yeah, think of it like uh, Shadowrun, but without the cyberpunk. Which is, it's like a uh, yeah. It's it's basically you know the the best way to describe it is like Training Day meets Lord of the Rings. Because it takes place in a world that looks very much like ours. But it, but it's populated by elves, wizards, orcs, and there. Uh, and Will Smith is teamed up with this uh, a new uh, recruit who happens to be an orc. And orcs are like, you know, uh, orcs. Uh, you know, it, it does the whole race thing, but it, but it's with orcs now being the low, lower class. So, what? Uh, it's not based on anything, is it? No, it's no, it's not based on anything at all. It. I think the movie was written by um, Max Landis. The basically the movie's about this. Uh, uh, uh the, the uh, these two cops. Uh, one is a human played by uh, 
Will Smith, and the other one is an orc. Uh, they uh, they stumbled upon a magic wand that that is very powerful. That they're you know anybody who touches it, you know, they can cause all sorts of damage or something like that. Any human that touches the magic wand can die from it. And there's this elf played by uh, Numi Rapace that's trying to find it. And there's, you know, there's a lot of people that want to grab it. Now, is it a world that's already that way, or? Oh, wait. let me let me let me, it see, let me see if I can find. Let me way. let me find a synopsis of right. Second. Let me see if I can. Okay, uh, I'm, I'm looking at the Wikipedia here. Bright is an upcoming American urban fantasy action crime thriller film by David Ayer and written by Max Landis. The film stars. Uh, well, I'll read the premise here. Here's the premise. It says In an alternate earth where humans and fairy tale creatures coexist, their award. And Nick Jacoby embark on a routine patrol night and encounter a darkness that will ultimately alter the future and their world as they know it. That's the premise. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, sounds riveting. Uh, look who's here. Where you been? Who's here? I've been Isn't... I've been out doing my thing, yo. <laughs> this is your thing, Larry. Uh, yeah, yeah, I yeah, agree. yeah, 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 yeah. You've been you've been missing out on the stuff we just talked about. Yeah, look, I just I just saw that you guys were or listened and saw that you were talking about Bright. That actually uh, looks interesting to me. Yeah. Well, we're talking about how uh how uh. David Ayer is not going to be part of Suicide Squad 2 or Gotham City Sirens anymore. Oh, I didn't know that. I yeah. Suicide Squad 2, but not, not I didn't know Gotham City Sirens. I thought Yeah, like he's not going to be in like the DCEU at all. Wow. Moving forward, yeah. I yeah. wonder what happened. He he felt very constrained. I about... think it's the constraints. Yeah. It sounds like it cuz his quote about Bright was that they just let him do whatever the fuck he wanted at Netflix cuz it's a Netflix movie, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, so they just let him do whatever he wanted. They didn't have to worry about ratings because you know usually it's it's language and sex and some violence, right? And here I don't know if there's a lot of sex or nudity in it, but it wasn't <laughs> no. even an issue. Like, yeah, it's like he could just do it. Like, if you wanted to show Goblin Cock, hey, get it, Goblin <laughs> Cock. Uh, Wait, Goblin <laughs> or Goblin Cock? Both. Or, or both. Like, he could both. he could do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever young man is gobbling cock, I hope that, you know, it works well for them. This is Jaden Smith. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, is (laughs) Jaden? Well, he puts him in all his movies, Will Smith. Oh, jeez. No, 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 Jaden Smith was not in this one, though. How do you know? (laughs) That's true. Because uh, I see the It's funny because... Well, but just because Jaden's not in the trailer doesn't mean he's not in it. He might be he might be the the hidden cameo where you're like wow it's Jaden he's a male prostitute no he could just be goblin cock like all right 
He doesn't need the but, goblet. But you know, like I remember when they announced that this movie was happening, and you know, I was kind of like, so Netflix is doing like a sci-fi fantasy movie, and Will Smith is going to be in it, and it just seemed very strange. It, like, it, it, and the- on top of that, this movie I heard has a hundred million dollar budget on it. Right. Well, all the parts of it don't didn't quite seem to fit together. You know, just because it was like that doesn't seem like the kind of movie that Will Smith does. Like Netflix doesn't really make features like that. They usually like import it from something else. Right. And it's just kind of like, you know, it felt like everybody was outside of their wheelhouse a little bit. I mean, I I, 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 I had to disagree that this is the type of movie that he's never done. I mean, this movie is I didn't, in I didn't itself. Yeah, it's a, it's a. Uh, I didn't say that at all. I mean, I didn't say done, not the type of movie he doesn't do. Oh, you mean the, you mean the cop, the ones that involve him playing a cop? No. No, oh, well, <laughs> he played a cop. I, no, being a Larry, Larry, I wish you were here. I had I had Tiger Claw nice and wrangled. Right. Until you came, me, I lost all control. Oh, well, well, you know, I don't know what makes Tiger Claw feel like. You know, it's like I don't know why I'm the catalyst. I don't know. No, but but I'm just saying that it's not that it's not the type of movie he doesn't do. But I mean, I mean, Will Smith doesn't really like. Will Smith hasn't delved much into the fantasy realm. You can at least agree with me on that, right, Tiger? Uh, Claw? Yeah, true. He's done okay. sci-fi, but so, not this type of movie. Not a, right, and so the combination of sci-fi and fantasy is tough for anybody, let alone Netflix. Which I, I mean, Netflix is actually producing this movie, right? Yeah. Okay, so it just felt like all the pieces don't necessarily fit together to me. But when I saw the preview, I was like, I'm interested. Like, I, I want to see this joint actually. And I was a little bit shocked because it came together, even though the concept is still a little out there a little bit. I was with that out there. You know, well, modern well, day mean, we've read, we've all read comics like that. Like we, we've all read comics like that. Well, well when it, that's the whole point, though, is that it's not the, it's not that new no thing for a comic book. But for a movie, especially a straight to, to like, I mean, it's. Even though Netflix, like if anything, straight to video is more like that than mainstream movies. Well, but but here's the thing: Netflix. Like we all saw Leprechaun, like five. But that's Netflix isn't that though. Not yet, but with Amazon making movies, like they got to jump in too. Well, a- Amazon is is closer to that. <laughs> it's like if this was on Amazon, I probably wouldn't even have looked at the preview. <laughs> I'd be like, nope. But because it was Netflix, I'm like, that's ah. not true. You, you don't know movies. It's not. Look, I, what like I know. One of the Amazon movies won an Academy Award. Which one? The dude, one with the rapist. Uh, Which one? The, 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 the one Casey with, uh, Affleck. Yeah, Casey Affleck. Uh, the Manhattan Bay or some shit. Was Manchester Bay? What was that shit called? Ma- Manchester by win, the Sea or something. Yeah, yeah, he won the Academy Award. He won that joint? Yeah. yeah. Don't okay, you aren't okay. you like don't you read your social justice news? Like he's a rapist and he won? <laughs> like it was a whole I, thing. No, the 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 thing well, I read he won and he got or he, he uh got nominated and is a rapist. And then you juxtapose that next to the dude that tried to make the friggin' Turner's Rebellion movie who got acquitted of rape but it still sunk his movie. 
And that's you yeah. Know, yeah. So, well, yeah. no, he won. So now you, they got to update that article. That's crazy. I did not know that he won. But yes. as as you can see, it's like while I've heard of Manchester by the Sea, I've never watched it, and probably like, I never saw it either. I mean, I I look and have no plans to like, like I feel like it's not it's not Casey our type Affleck? of movie. No, no, I'm not saying that. I watch plenty nah. of movies like Manchester by the Sea. Like you watch movies with rapists in it. Like he saw Ghost Dad. I look. I don't know what that all references, but I, <laughs> you never saw I, Ghost Dad, huh? You never saw Ghost Dad. Who, I don't. Who's in Ghost Dad? I don't. Who's the Bill rapist? Cosby? <laughs> oh, I don't know. If I've seen that. I mean, he's uh, allegedly he's in Ghost Dad. Uh, <laughs> 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 what What I know is this: is that I didn't watch Manchester by the Sea. It has nothing to do with Casey Affleck rape charges, even though that's a good enough reason. Uh, you know, I just kind of feel Casey Affleck's. No, nah, he didn't even get charged. Okay, what Casey Affleck alleged rape allegations? He allegedly but... didn't get charged. No, 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 he definitely didn't get charged. <laughs> Dungeon Busters in chat says, "LOL, Ghost Dad." <laughs> um, Dungeon Buster also said, "Bright's concept is not that new. Alien Nation did it, but with aliens instead." I feel like aliens versus like. Like, like Sarah Connor, Beauty and the Beast did it. Hey, Casey Affleck could be young Bruce Wayne. That's true. Casey <laughs> Affleck could be young Bruce Wayne. Yeah, right after they reboot okay. the DCEU after Flashpoint. Like, for the live action Lion King, they should use Ben Affleck as. What's it? What's that dude? Simba's dad, and then use Casey Affleck as Scar. Okay. Odd I guess long story short, I'll... that was an odd choice. But I'll whatever. I'll... Hey, hey, Mayor Young. Uh, since you're here, uh, earlier we were talking about some traders that came out, and what, what what are your thoughts on the Justice League trailer, the new Justice League trailer? Justice League trailer looks like some great moments with no story. We 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 also we, uh, we also we were also thinking what parts of the trailer are uh, Josh Whedon's? I'm look. I wouldn't be surprised if no parts of that are Josh Whedon. Like <laughs> I, w- I, I was saying, I think all of it is. Really? Why? Yeah, because it actually looks like comics. You know, yeah. except for the Flash. Like the Flash is shitty. Like I hate that Flash. I mean, he's not that bad. But no, he's terrible. I mean, the part I mean, where he's like talking about how he just pushes people—that's pretty lame. That, but, that's lame. The, but at the, the part, end, where he's the last one to disappear, is lame. I, I liked that actually. No, that's stupid. Why and then you? on top of that, well, because it's not Barry Allen. That's not what Barry Allen does. Well, I mean, yeah, but what they do in the TV show is not what Barry Allen does, right? But it's closer to this. Like, if you're going to make a different Barry Allen than what is successful on TV, at least do it for the better, not for the worse. Listen, bo- all these flashes are Wally West. No, that's not true. Look, TV flash is Wally West. No, because he's not funny. He's much closer to Wally West than he is to Barry Allen. No, he's closer to Spider-Man than he is Barry Allen. Well, but Wally West is closer to Spider-Man, too. 
No, he's not. He's closer to Plastic Man. Listen, if 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 you want to say that, sure. But <laughs> it's like, like, like we know we like we all like know. Wally West is more speedball than he is Peter Parker. I don't think that's true. I don't. I I can see where you get that though, like where you would go, like, like the the personality is definitely some speedball in it. Um, but and I'm not saying by no means am I saying that Wally West is Peter Parker because I don't think that's true either. And I get why the TV show is a is more Peter Parker because they try to bring some Barry Allen ish type elements to the character but he's more Wally West and that's I think why you get Peter Parker because it's like if you if you you put Peter Parker on a scale he's definitely closer to Wally West than he is Barry Allen it's like the core of Peter Parker is Barry Allen but in the way he acts and his personality comes out, whether he's Peter Parker or Look, I'm not even I'm not going to continue arguing with you because you're way more eloquent than I am. So it's going to look like I lost. <laughs> no, listen, you know, these characters, Moses. So if right. you have, that's uh, why I don't agree with you. I'm, <laughs> but but you can articulate why it is that they're not the case if that's the case. But I think if you think about it, you'll you'll realize that I'm right. I don't like to think. Well, I try to think, but nothing happens. <laughs> it's like I'm so glad you're here. I could be the stupid one now. Oh, jeez. <laughs> if you're the stupid one, what's what I'm gonna do? Look, I haven't heard from him since seven since seven fifteen. I'm the <laughs> one. He's, he's what he's, I'm the handsome one. That's uh, Mayor, uh, I mean Lawrence. What do you think of the Thor Ragnarok trailer? I, I won't lie to you. I have not watched it. There's another one. There, there. Well, there was one that came out during Comic Con. Yeah, they don't. Oh, ex- I haven't seen that. They don't explain why Hulk's talking in it though. Because of the obedience disc. Well, yeah, I didn't the, see the, re- damn- the, the reason why Hulk is talking. They did explain because uh, Hulk well, has been on Hulk has been on Sakar for two years, and he refused to change back. Well, to that's Bruce not Banner. Sakar. Yeah, that's uh, it's it's well, it's a car. Yeah, it, yeah, it's a car. Oh, that's so he's stupid. been on the car for two oh years. Oh my god, that's so terrible. He's been on the car for two years. He I hate refused this movie to uh, already. He refused to change back to Bruce Banner because he's been kicking ass as a gladiator. Yeah, and, that, and during look, look and, you're ju- you're just putting and during don't say any more because Tyreclaw don't say any more because you're just putting frosting on this pile of shit. Like I said, it still doesn't explain why he can talk. Yeah, no, it's stupid. He the can talk because stupid. he's been just like on that, that planet for two no, years. Stop! Stop it! Stop it! That doesn't make him able to talk. In the books, they put an obedience disc that gave him some some clarity. <laughs> or yeah, clarity. Like yeah, but this is the MCU. Remember? Uh, In the tra- like, it's... joking around with Thor. Like they're they're buddy buddy hanging out. I won't lie, I've been I've been a little bit 
trepidatious to watch the Thor Ragnarok trailer because I feel like like they might have like gotten Guardians two. They guard, you know, they definitely Guardians two on it. Like, and and so I don't want, I don't want it, they Guardians, Guardians two. The like the whole design is all Guardians. They they Guardians did up so much that the opening of the Avengers trailer is Thor hanging out with the Guardians. And you know, I mean, I I, I haven't seen any like of the leak, the leaked Avengers Infinity War trailer. You know, I mean, I'm sure that, like, there was a point where, like, I think the first time Tiger Claw put it up, I tried to watch it, but I got there too late, and it was gone. And then after that, I was like, you know what, I'll just I, wait. I, I still have the file. I can send it to you later. Oh, no. yeah, send me, send me the file. I'm good. I can wait. I can wait till they release it. I don't mind. Yeah, but you'll have you to wait till November back. for that. I want to put it on our YouTube channel. I gotta, yeah, I gotta then, wait yeah you November put it on your to... YouTube channel and then get, it gets taken off. And you gotta it's copyright all good. strike. Why? Why do I have to wait till November? Because that's when they're gonna show it in the theater. The thing is, the uh, Infinity War trailer opens with a uh, Thor Ragnarok s- spoiler. Yeah, I remember us talking about that. Yeah, here's the spoiler Thor lives. Right. Yeah, I, yeah. That's, of course he's gonna your, live. I, of course. But how is it a spoiler? Oh, oh, you know, oh. There's, oh, there's one thing in the Thor Ragnarok trailer that they show, but uh, I'm surprised you guys didn't mention this. But Surtur is in the movie, and Surtur is gonna be played oh. by uh, Clancy Brown. Did Did you know who that was before the trailer, Tyreclaw? Surtur. You didn't know who that was. He googled it. What searcher? Yes, I think he he's like a he's one of the uh, ask, he's like a fire I, demon. He's a Balrog kind. I'm asking you, did you know who he was before you saw the trailer? Not quite, but then I found out that he's a fire demon of some sort. Yeah, and that's cool. I was just curious because I was just like, you voice, know, it's interesting how yeah, voiced by Clancy Brown, like, so that's gonna like, sound cool. One of those things, like the the Marvel Cinematic Universe, like we're we're going deep into the roster. I mean, here, and you know not not, not, not only not only that, they also showed uh, this giant wolf creature, whatever whatever his name is. There's a scene Wolfie's where uh, yeah, that uh, there's yeah, there's this big gigantic wolf creature that attacks Hawk. I mean, uh, the Hulk. For some reason, I don't know where. I I, I read something about this uh, wolf creature. I think it was something with Loki. I I I forgot who gave birth to it or something. Right. Okay. I'm I'm just I'm like it's one of those things where I'm just like, you know, sometimes, like, you know, being a comic book fan for this long. And just hearing random people like get mentioned or pop up, like I mean, even like whether we're talking about the movies or we're talking about Netflix TV or we're talking about Marvel cinematic sitcoms, friggin', I'm just like, it's crazy to me. Like, uh, like we have a show where we're gonna see Microbe, a live action version of Microbe. It's like, what? Hey, any, like, uh, possibilities are endless. It, apparently, appa- apparently, like. Whoever you want to see might show up, goddamn. <laughs> and I'm gonna start like, praying harder. 
It's like I don't usually ask God for stuff. No, because like they're but... gonna do it. They're gonna do it bad. I mean, they might, but they may not. No, they're gonna do it bad. It's like what I what in my experience, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, generally speaking, doesn't do it bad. They just do things different. No, they do it bad with the stuff that you like. Well, Guardians, but that's it. They did Captain America amazing. Like, I, at this point, America. I still have to give them the benefit of the doubt. It's like they did they did Captain America great. They did Daredevil great. They like I mean just there's a lot of people in I mean shoot like I even like their random ass weird take on the vulture. You know? Like they do like, everything I love bad. Okay. And that's fair. That's fair. I'm just saying like, you know, and I, don't get me wrong, I, by no means have I forgotten about how terrible Gamora is or or even Ghost Rider. Even No, Ghost Rider's cool. No, his origin, his powers is bad. You you haven't seen it. The, I already, I don't need to see it. They already told me. We need to see it. No, I don't. I read the. It turns out I read the comics. Oh, okay. It's not like the comics. So I will say this. Um, you know, like I and I, I like I'm very disappointed about this whole like Thanos doesn't need his armor thing. Like that's very disappointing to me, honestly. Yep. Because we've had like. A very classic looking thing. It's Stan Lee's fault. Why is it Stan Lee's fault? Because he doesn't want it to look like Kirby had anything to do with it. Hmm. Did Kirby create Thanos? I don't think that's true. Well, the designs, like the the whole Eternals, like armor stuff, like (laughs) you're you're funny. He's like I don't. He's like I don't even want to look. I don't even want to look like Kirby influenced it. (laughs) Right, like that helmet is like the only thing that makes it not Kirby. Is that it, it's the stuff around his eyes is small. I mean, you know I mean? okay, I'll give you that. If I it mean, was bigger, it'd be more Kirby. I, by no means do I feel like Thanos would look the same way he does if Jack Kirby never existed. I, I agree with you on that. But at the same time, I'm just like, well, yeah, cause, I mean, he wouldn't have existed if Kirby hadn't done it. No, I'm agreeing with you. All right, it's just, you know. <laughs> It's just I'm that, not eloquent to fight you today. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm totally agree with you. I'm just like, it's just unfortunate that we've had Thanos in this armor all this time, and then now when we get to the movie that he's like actually going to shine in, it's like, oh, we're ditching all that. It's like, oh, because they want him to look like Josh Brolin, right? And I mean, and I think that's exactly what it is. Like, and don't get me wrong, that's bullshit. I'm His telling you, they do everything you like, like Roland, and everything you sure like, enough, they do wrong. Roland's face looks like Thanos, which is okay. Like it works. And, and you're okay with uh, you're okay with this dude looking? I mean, looking like the Hulk. What's his name? Thanos? No, no, no. I mean, yeah, you 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 have issues with uh, oh, Thanos looking about, like Josh Brolin, uh, but what? But what about the, <laughs> this guy? He's uh, not listening again. What about this dude? Uh, what are you talking about? Well, you you know how uh, the Hulk's face looks like the actor. What what's his name? Yeah, but Josh Brolin and friggin' like they don't look the same. And and friggin' Ruffalo, they don't look the same. Oh, you're just, just saying you're just saying guys. that you're just saying that Thanos' face looks a lot more human 
than it should be, right? No, I'm not, I mean, Thanos' face doesn't look unhuman. It's just purple and he has a chin. He looks like a, a big a buff guy. A scroll chin. Huh? A scroll chin. I mean, I don't know that it's a scroll chin. It just he's got the, just the, the stripes. It's wrinkled. That's all wrinkled like, chins. Like the, it, no, that's not true. He's like, nope, all wrinkled chins do. Some I wrinkled mean, chin looks like a butt. Some looks like it has a six in there. And then some has stripes when it's scroll or Thanos. I feel like I feel like Thanos' chin Again, has a totally different thing going Kirby, on with it. And the Kirby influence. They they say the but, Infinity War is described as a heist movie. Oh, I hope that's not true. It's true. I mean, unless it's Thanos stealing the gems, and nah, it might it's be gonna be them trying to steal the glove with the gems in it. No, I mean the the glove. I mean we've the the glove doesn't have the gems in it anymore, right? It will by the time it starts. Oh well, hey, and that's fine too. I'll, I can do that. But here's the thing: like, the, this is the like. As we've learned more about this movie, I, I mean, I'm not saying that I'm going to dislike it, but I've definitely become slightly disenchanted with it because, like, all this time I was thinking we're going to do an Infinity Gauntlet story, like an adaptation of it. But now that I know that we're doing an Infinity story, it seems very strange because I feel like the Infinity Gauntlet and the Infinity storyline don't necessarily go together. They, uh, they, they, there's, there's this thing that I, that I posted here that they wanted to make Thanos like the Darth Vader for a new generation. It says here, it says and, here, and that's doable. It says here that the stakes are incredibly high. The filmmaker revealed at Comic-Con this weekend. I wanted to turn Thanos into Darth Vader for a new generation. He's an incredibly intense character. Thanos. Thanos. Okay. He's an incredibly intense character. Sociopathic. He takes no prisoners. And I, and I think the audience needs to be prepared when he go when, when they go see this, this movie. So, do you, do you think... Do you think Thanos can rival Darth Vader? I don't know. Absolutely. Here's the thing. If Thanos comes to Earth for some of those some of the gems and then leaves, that that's cool. But if Thanos gets the gems and then comes to Earth, that's like some yeah. other stuff. Uh, see, that, I mean, that's, maybe... that's, yeah, that's the other thing that they describe about this movie. It says here, structurally, with this first film, Adventures 3, we've been using smash and grab 90s heist films. Joe said of his uh, uh, Anthony main influences here, there's a real urgency to the film and it adds a level of excitement and relentlessness to the movie. It's a lot of divergent narrative coming together into a climax right and that that sounds good but it's just more about like the motivations because i don't want thanos to be too earth too earth centric at this point you know it's like it feels to me like earth should be like a footnote and he's like okay yeah i went there to go get the like gem or two that's there but 
I'm doing my thing. I'm trying to like rule a, a friggin' universe, not this planet. And if that's what happens, then that's cool. But if it make if they make Earth the focus, like if he gets the other gems and the last ones on Earth, and they do that narrative because it's like okay, well he's trying to get the last gem and all the heroes are coming together to try to stop it. That's one thing. That but last if he gets gem, the gems, and- that last gem has to be the one on uh, Vision. It doesn't have to be. No. He, he could come for that one first. That makes the most sense. And if he comes for that one first and everyone follows him off into space, that that is feels like more like an initial Thanos kind of storyline. But if it's like a thing where he's like holding a grudge against Earth or something like that, that makes Earth way too important. And I feel like that's not true to Thanos because it's just like, and you know, who knows? I might, I might be wrong. They might find a way to do it that I like, despite the fact he doesn't look like Thanos because he's not wearing the armor. He looks like Thanos that went on his farm after he decided to give up. Well, trying he looks to like oh, maybe he looks maybe like he will look more like like the crappier Thanos from like Thanos Imperative. I mean, look, Thanos Imperative is is a good Thanos, and yeah, and it's, and it's, it's just crappier uh, looking. Well, I mean, yeah, like, obviously I like his classic kind of look, but there was a point, like, the point that he looks like he's, where they draw the inspiration from, is literally, like, after Thanos, like, fakes his death, and he's like, you know what, I'm not even trying to be a god anymore, I don't want to be, right? like, the cosmic stage, I just want to, like, I don't deserve to be that powerful. What, What series is that? That's literally the end of that's like the aftermath of Infinity Gauntlet. Oh, okay. And so I like, thought it was the one that maybe, um maybe, with the cancer verse stuff. Maybe Thanos no, would no, look it's like literally at, maybe Thanos at, would look at the like end of he, Infinity Gauntlet, Thanos makes it seem as if he kills himself mm-hmm. and, he goes, and he goes and you know, at the end of Infinity Gauntlet, Adam Warlock ends up with the, with the gauntlet and like basically just puts everybody back. And then he goes to go see Thanos because yeah, that, yeah, because yeah. he's a god. Yeah, maybe maybe Thanos, Thanos will look like his that. normal self by Avengers Four. Who knows? <laughs> you don't, Tiger Claw. You don't know what Thanos' normal self looks like. Yeah, I did a whole half hour on that, by the way. <laughs> okay, good. So I'll let's leave, not rehash okay. it. Yeah. But the fact is, but the fact is, is that, is that. When Adam Warlock goes to see Thanos, he's literally like a farmer. And he's hiding out and he's like, I, I knew you'd come because I he, know. That- he's like Rick in season two of Walking Dead. <laughs> right. And he's like, you know, because I know that you would know that I'm alive. And he's just like, so are you just going to like stay here? He's like, yeah, I'm just, just going to stay here. I don't I don't want to do this anymore. And, you know, I, I learned my lesson. Like I, I had my like I, my my dabble or my touch of divinity and I'm good. And so he like stays and is a farmer. And then when Adam Warlock and like this is like here's the thing. This is all like why event comics are different now than were then. Like the end of the Trinity Gauntlet is literally like Adam Warlock snapping his fingers, sending everybody back to where they were and then at the very end, I think the last thing you see is him going to go visit Thanos 
you find out he's alive and not dead. And he's like, okay, you're going to, you know, you're going to be cool. And he's like, yeah, I'm cool. And then Adam Warlock goes off. and You're like, man, what's this fool going to go do with that gauntlet? And then that's when you get Adam Warlock and the Infinity Watch. And that's your, like, you have to literally go buy that series to find out what Adam Warlock does with yeah, that. Yeah, but here's the thing. I this, think... this Infinity War yeah. movie will not have Adam Warlock in it. So how are they going to get themselves out of this mess? I mean, you know, you don't need Adam Warlock to get out of an Infinity Gauntlet thing. Like, I mean, honestly, it's like I don't even feel like Ad- Adam Warlock isn't the reason why everybody, or at least if I'm remembering correctly, Adam Warlock isn't the reason that everyone survives the Infinity Gauntlet. He's just the person that ends up with the glove. I wonder who's going to be know, the one that's like, going to end up with the glove. Huh? I wonder who's going to be the one that's going to end up with the glove. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe the Vision? Who knows? I was looking up Farmer Thanos, and I like that uh, he's where he's a scarecrow. <laughs> Wait, what? The Farmer Thanos thing. Took his armor, his suit, and stuffed it with straw into scarecrow. Oh, I like a like a green toga. Word. <laughs> did you guys already talk about Henry Cavill's mustache? Uh yeah, we did. Yeah, I, I don't. It's I hilarious, don't get... though. What you said? You don't get it, Mo? Yeah, like I. Where did he have a mustache? No, well, what happened is, remember how they're doing all these reshoots, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so before the reshoot started, he's working on the new Mission Impossible. Okay. His, his character has a mustache. Right. So he's working on the new Mission Impossible after the initial shoot for Justice League is done, where he grew the mustache. They're like, hey, Henry Cavill, we need you back to do some reshoots. But he's working on Mission Impossible and his friggin' people at Warner Brothers are like, listen, you're working on our movie now. You can't shave that mustache. We need that mustache. So this fool has to go. How hard the- is it for him to grow a mustache? Well, supposedly it's a thick mustache. But right. But if you can grow a thick mustache, you usually grow it fast. Well, I mean, but here's the thing. It's not so much I mean, about. I know mustaches. It's not so much about how long does it take. It's about consistency. So it's like. Say you have to go to the, to go do Superman reshoots, right? If if Warner Brothers says you can have permission to shave the mustache, you shave the mustache off to go do Superman reshoots. Then you come back to the, to Warner Brothers or what? I'm gonna say not Warner Brothers. Back to I don't even remember what studio is, but whatever the studio is, Paramount. Um, Paramount okay, is the one doing Mission to Impossible. To, to come do Mission Impossible stuff, and you have no mustache. It's like that messes up the consistency of your movie. And that's why they told him he couldn't shave it. So what ended up happening is this fool has to do Justice League reshoots as Superman with a mustache. <laughs> yeah, that's, that that's, they, the, that's the funny part about that it. That they stayed to remove for the movie. <laughs> that, that's what, that's what makes it so funny. That, uh, and, and I'm it became just like, a meme. Dude, if, if this... If this Justice League movie isn't 
the biggest cluster ever. Like, just all types of random things where it's like, we're going to have digitally removed Superman mustaches? I'm like, that's probably not going to go. <laughs> but it's hilarious, though. I mean, it's, it's hilarious. The movie's I mean, really I mean, I mean, I know there's a lot of us that I would love to I mean, see a mustache Superman. to be that good, right? I, I, here's the thing. I didn't expect the movie to be great by any means, but I would hope that it could at least be good. It's like it's a Justice League movie. And Joss Whedon's attached partially. Yeah. It's like it sounds like Joss Whedon is actually bringing the story to it. So I'm just like, oh, maybe Joss might be able to salvage it and it might be a halfway decent flick. But then when you're like, oh, well, the reshoots have a Superman with a mustache that we're going to. I heard, yeah, I heard they're going to be it's spending. It's like Invincible's dad. Yeah, yeah I heard we're they're going to be, be like, spending a lot of money like removing the mustache. Yeah, they, they said the the reshoots are like the budget of a small regular film. <laughs> the reshoots are like almost like going towards thirty thousand dollars. <laughs> oh man, this like, this, man. this is this is, this just keeps getting this, better and better. <laughs> like it, it feels like everything is stacking against this Justice League movie, which is really sad because, I mean, I'm just saying like if I was a DC guy, like, this is what I'm counting on. Like, I know what I felt like when I was waiting for Avengers to come out. I don't want this movie to fail. But it don't sound like it's going in a good place. Yeah, I... Did you hear that the Flash movie is going to be called Flashpoint? I did hear that. That's stupid, right? I mean, I, I don't... I don't understand how they would do that. Like, I feel like, I mean, what season of the TV show is Flashpoint? Season three? I think two. Was season two Flashpoint? I think so. Wow. Because he, a... he, yeah, I think it was two. But it could have been three. All, all I know, it just feels like Flashpoint something where you have to be invested in, in a character before it has the impact that it needs to right. have. Right. But I, it I could be like... That. In, in it could a, be a way to like undo all this crappy shit they've done. <laughs> yeah, I could but see. I could see record, like anything after Flashpoint is gonna be crappy. Yeah, shit. I could see the Flashpoint movie coming right after all the other DC movies that they have planned. It's like after Flashpoint, Ben Affleck is actually friggin' friggin' Bruce Wayne's dad. No, no, uh, um, no, no, no. Uh, I think it's Jeffrey Dean Morgan that wants to play the, the Batman in the Flashpoint. That would be good. Did you hear about Captain Marvel? Well, uh, I did, and that's. It's, I was a little shocked by that. Where I was like, so they're setting it in the nineties? No, no, no. I'm talking about Captain Marvel. Shazam, he meant. Oh, you're Shazam? <laughs> yeah, Captain Marvel. Wait, what about it? Well, they got the director from uh, Lights Out and Annabelle Creation. Two good horror movies. Well, I don't know about Annabelle Creation. I haven't seen it yet. But, yeah, the, the doll movie. Yeah, but he basically... They asked him about Captain Marvel and how he 
what he wants to do with it. And he basically, like, all he really has as far as a theme is a child's wish fulfillment. Where it's like every child has felt like he wants to be Superman, but Billy Batson actually gets to do it. I know. What do you think about that thematically? Me, I think that's you know that that's what's been missing out of all these Captain Marvel comics since 1945. Hmm. You know, like the only one that really captured that well was Superior. Hmm. Aside from the original, like old school, you know, uh-huh. and then Jeff Smith's uh, Shazam book, the Monster Society of Evil, like got uh-huh. that too, but. For the most part, like that's what was missing from New Fifty Two Captain Marvel. You know, like that New Fifty Two Captain Marvel was a dick. He was. So I think, I think, uh, I think it's a good idea to get the horror director to do it, especially because there's supposed to be no Black Adam in it. So he's probably gonna be fighting monsters and shit. So Wait, that's gonna what, be good. What happened to Black Adam? I thought he was gonna be in it. No, he's gonna have his own movie. Wait, so so the Rock is not Black Adam in the the Captain Marvel movie? No, he was gonna be Black Adam in the Black Adam movie. Oh, like they're doing a movie with Black Adam by himself, and then they're doing the Captain Marvel one with him by himself. Yeah, I think they're gonna. I, I, I think they're they... gonna set up a Black Adam versus Superman or something. Because I can see that happening. I, I like, like, whatever animal they're using to like pick the different parts of the movies they make. That animal's doing a bad job. No, I think it's a good. It's a good thing to I do think, that. I think. I think. I think it's cool that for for tag along. Hold on, it's my turn. By the way, thank you for broadcasting. <laughs> um, I think it's a good thing for. Uh, Captain Marvel to be alone because he's, he's got to fight monsters and shit, you know, like Mister Mind and all that. So, yeah, I think it's good to you know his first movie being his first outing as a superhero, not having to go right up against Black Adam. You know what I mean? I mean, I could I could get with that, but then don't give Black Adam his own movie. No, I think that I. I think it's about time we get a villain's perspective movie. Like that's it's right for that, and then Black Adam is the perfect one for that too, especially it, with talent like The Rock, because it, Black Adam is like he, he's a ruler, and he's a villain basically just to the United Nations because he's trying to do good by his country in bad ways. You know what I mean? So he sees himself. Mm. He doesn't see himself as the villain. No, he's a ruthless, like, he's a ruler that instead of having to employ Machiavellian tactics alone, he also has this supreme power. It's it's going to be hard to picture The Rock in that sort of position. Cause he's, nope. I've seen him. The Nation of Domination, man. Not like he's he's never played a, a ruler before of a nation and gone to war in Egypt. Yeah. No, I mean he did that in WWE. The Scorpion Wait, King, he, he I don't God know. of War. <laughs> oh, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, that's 
that's Black Adam without the lightning bolt. Without the powers of the gods. Black Adam, if he banged Green Arrow. <laughs> I'm looking at the chat. Hex Phone says, as a DC guy, I want a, com- a complete reboot of the cinematic universe already. Big Man plus one's that. Cambot puts a one in chat. No, Big Man, Big Man can't plus one that. Why not? Because lo- he loves the way everything is now. Oh. Like he thinks well. it's better than Marvel. Oh. Well, you can't you can't plus one that big man. So say yeah, no. So it's up. That that's that uh, should be th- yeah. That should be a negative one. <laughs> Dungeon Buster says the news coming out of the Bat Flick movie lately has been all over the place. Uh, big man says, "Is it Bat shit crazy?" Lol. <laughs> Don't uh, bust that either. <laughs> Dungeon Buster says, "Affleck stepping down from directing it, then the director taking over leaves." New director takes over and tosses out Affleck's script. What's next? Big Man is saying he hopes that the Flash Flash goes back in Flashpoint and erases that movie from existence. And Hecht is holding up his fist. Uh, I, I wouldn't Big be Man surprised. Said, that, sir. I wouldn't be surprised if after the Flashpoint movie, we get an entirely new Batman that isn't ba- uh, Ben Affleck. And I'm not talking I mean, about like that, I'm not talking about the John, Thomas Wayne Batman, but after the Flashpoint movie ends and he fixes the timeline, we have like a new set of actors well, look, playing these look, characters. Tire, tire Claw, Tire Claw, look, Tire Claw. I'll, I'll say it again for the thirtieth time this show. Read some comics. Yeah, and the whole thing—the whole thing after about Flashpoint is that he breaks the timeline. He never fixes it. Even at the end, it's not fixed. It's all broken. It's it's been broken now. It's broken now, and it's unraveling and and met bending now. Yeah, he just really wants that fake news story he posted to be true. Yeah, very funny. He hasn't admitted that the Hollywood Reporter is full of bullshit because they were wrong and proven wrong a day after he posted that story. Kids, Larry, here trying to spread more fake news. Larry, uh, back to the. Did you finish reading chat? I'm sorry. Yes, I did. Thank you. Okay. Um, back to the another, uh, the fake Captain Marvel. Yeah, you you saying you were shocked by the decision? Yeah, I mean, like it. It was an interesting choice, like to to to. Like basically have her kind of be on her own because I'm just like. So does that mean that everything is going to take place in space? Like no one on Earth is going to know about any superheroes kind of beforehand. Just her trying to stop a small invasion. Yeah, but they also mentioned that Nick Fury is going to be in it. I don't understand what that has to do with what I'm saying. They're gonna yeah, do, they're gonna, gonna have, they're gonna have Nick Fury when he had two eyes, so they're gonna have to do the whole de aging effect or something. No, I mean oh. I, I, I do know that. He's just repeating. I'm just saying that when you get on the scene with like Iron Man, it's like that world has never seen a, a superhero before. Maybe right. maybe she was and cryogenically so- frozen and then uh, thawed out years later or something. 
Wait, what? What are we talking about right now, Tyre? Uh, it's kind of weird that they're setting the Captain Marvel movie in the nineties, long before Iron Man came came into being. I don't know what effect you have on Tiger Claw, Larry, but he was he was great the whole <laughs> the whole time till you got here. Like you could ask Oz, Oz will tell you. It's not my fault. I just I, like all I'm doing is just saying regular stuff, and Tiger Claw's the one saying crazy stuff. No, uh, I'm the one saying regular stuff, and you're the one saying crazy stuff from time to time. You just repeated what I said from time to time. <laughs> like whatever, but what I'm saying is this: is the way they made it seem was okay. Captain Marvel is going to be, which I have no problem with her, like having her own movie, like that's like insulated, so she gets to be like the star. And I also like heard them say, like I think Kevin Feige was saying, like, hey, she's like the most powerful person in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and so we kind of want that to like we want to give her her own venue so people can see how powerful she is. She's going to fight like an army. And I get that. Like that all sounds cool and well. What I don't understand is how you get from like we had obviously like if you if you watch uh Captain America, Captain America was a super soldier. It was kept under wraps. That was happening not in America. So, you know, it all becomes like rumor. I get that. Then you have like in Ant-Man, you have Hank Pym and he's like a secret agent with his wife and they're under wraps because they're like super spies. I get that too. But when you're talking about Captain Marvel and apparently how powerful she is and she's going to stop an alien invasion of shapeshifters on Earth in the 90s, it's like, well, how do you keep that under wraps? Like, how is it that people are going to be impressed by Iron Man in, like, 2006? If, Eight. Okay, or 2008, when there should be people around, they're like, well, I remember in 1995, this chick with the friggin' cosmic powers was, like, wrecked So I'm just kind of wondering how they're going to reconcile that. Not only that, but she's fighting scrolls. She's not, you said? She is. She's fighting oh, yeah. scrolls, no, I, but I, I agree. But I but I don't think she's gonna fight a very specific scroll because they don't our Marvel doesn't own the rights to this one scroll character. Punch you in the face, Tyre Claw. Say super scroll one more time. Go super ahead. scroll. Say it. I'll say it right in your face, okay. super scroll. Are you won't saying it through the internet, you got it. Kids, was he saying Super Soul a lot earlier? Yeah, he was. He's... No, because I'm I'm well, trying to doesn't... tell him that Super Soul is owned by Fox. Yeah, we we know, but we're glad that you're here to let the people know in case they don't. So they can only use. I think scrolls, that's a so they telling sign about the incoming convergence between Fox and Marvel Studios. I mean, maybe we talked about last week about. The things that little things that happen that kind of foretell what's coming. Yeah, they just they just released a friggin' or not released, but they showed a Marvel Legends fan, Mister Fantastic. 
Is that teasing the convergence that's coming? I mean, it maybe, maybe not. I don't. I mean, it's, it's not like Marvel is making a lot of or allowing a lot of Fantastic Four stuff to get made. That's so true. If they are allowing a Legends figure to get released, that might signal something. But again, it's all conjecture. I mean, it's like maybe, maybe not. Who knows? So does sure that mean when? When Captain Marvel comes out in Infinity War 2, is it going to be somebody else? or Why, you don't think Brie Larson can do it anymore? Or what? Well, no, 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 the the aging thing. Like, they have to age her, like, 25 years. They don't have to age her 25 years, do they? If it takes place in, like, let's say, 95. I mean, it's... Well, okay, I guess Infinity War... Comes out what, like twenty twenty or twenty nineteen? Yeah, or two twenty eighteen, like twenty twenty eighteen. Uh, no, 18, all right. So let's like, say let's say they do out, a ten. Like, let's say they get like DC, and instead of doing the five year timeline, they do a ten year. So Iron Man comes on the scene in in two thousand eight. Let's say she does her thing in nineteen ninety eight, and Infinity War comes out. 2018. That's 25 years at least, right? I don't want to do the math. I, you know, we'll be here till it's till 10. It's 20 years. <laughs> 20? Yeah, from from 98. Okay, yeah. So all right. 18. So t- they got to age her 20 years. Yeah, but if she's like, what if she's like 19 in the movie? So she's got to be. I don't know if 40. she's going to be in the Air Force or not. She won't be a colonel. I know that. Look, I don't know, man. I mean, they call her captain. Yeah, they call. I mean, that's the name. But in the in the like her rank in the comics is it's colonel. Yeah. But you know, she could be a captain at that point, and yeah, maybe that's why they do it. I don't know. Well, when she was in in Ms. Marvel, when she was Ms. Marvel, it was Rear Admiral. Depending like, on who drew her. <laughs> Brie, 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 Brie Larson is probably what? Like maybe late 20s? She was about 25, 30. 30. Okay, so it's like by the time they make the movie, she probably would be actually younger than the age she's supposed to be when the movie starts. So she'd probably be okay. I don't know, man. She looks younger than her age now, whatever it is. But that's the point where it's like, if she's actually like, if she's actually like, say, 25. Okay, she she was born in 89. Okay, so here, I guess I'll try to do the math here, my little computations. We already did that math. Okay. No, no, no. no, no. We did 98. That's a whole different thing. Well, we just add 10. Oh, I see what you're saying. I was saying subtract 10. That puts 80. No, no, that's before. I guess... You add nine, so she's she's like twenty nine, right? You lost me, man. I think like, I think they're just gonna do something. Babe, you know that where was, my abacus is? I think they're just gonna do some magical thing where she doesn't even age by the time we get to Infinity to, <laughs> to the next adventure movie. Something magical. But, I don't know. But I'm saying, or she's probably like twenty seven, right? So if she's twenty seven now, but she's playing like. 21 in in the in the 90s that means by the time 
we get to the 20 teens. She should be 40. She should be like 40. But in real life, she'll be like 30. Like 30 something, right? No, 30. Because it comes out in what, 2018? Okay, so if we're talking about this movie, yeah, then she'll be 30 in that. Which, you know, I mean, you can definitely get away with that because it's like you just uh, like it's like what Tiger Claw said. You just be like the the powers make her not age as well or not age or, or age less. Right. That's stupid. Yeah. I mean, she has cosmic Every powers. That. So it's possible. Captain that America does that. He does that friggin yeah, but Captain America is a dude. Huh? Why dude. is it matter a dude or a girl? A dude and... Which, do that. What do, what do you think? I mean, another thing, you know, you know, they uh, they recently announced that Janet Van Dyne is going to be in At Man and the Wasp, and they cast uh, Michelle Pfeiffer in that. So is, is she going to look that's like? A bad ass. I mean, is she? Yeah, gonna look, that's no good. Is, is she going to look as old as uh, Old Man Pimp in the from Ant Man? She'll look. Well, older. no, because she's going to live in that subatomic universe, the Pimverse. Yeah. And, and you think so? That's... She's not gonna age. She's not gonna age past sixty. Michelle Pfeiffer, like, I don't think she can pull off a, a convincing friggin' wasp, like a original wasp, if yeah. she's trying to do what the comic book does. Yeah, well, you know, the movie, like Tiger Claw said, he won't read comics because he's just gonna be disappointed when he watches the movies anyway. So. They're probably not going to make it like the comics. Why not cast an Asian woman like in the Ultimate comics? Why not? Because that, that's too stereotypical, like, fan service. Like, people will be up in arms. Why was, why, what are they up in arms for? You know, that submissive, like, to a white man, fetishizing Asian women. Like, they'll come up with something. <laughs> Look. I don't know about anybody saying anything about fetishizing or fa- or, or submissive. Look, that's they'll make they'll find it. They'll find it. That's not Janet. That's not Janet Van Dyne at all. Yeah, well, when she gets slapped, it'll be. Oh, see, oh, yeah, I always got to bring up the abuse. <laughs> you said like the ultimate. Yeah, but they could be past that. Look, that's even more, like, you know, Vagicio will get mad. <laughs> uh, uh, big man says mayor they can pull off 90s Miss Marvel they'll just call, they'll just call Secret Wars because why not yeah okay. we yeah we know Marvel Studios like to pick and uh, like pick pieces of the Marvel comics and name it something that that is usually not related to it <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, Thor Ragnarok, you know. Part of that is pretty much Planet Hulk. It's just Hulk, uh, Thor happens to be in it. Yeah, we get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Mo- I guess Mo- we're. Yo, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to ask did you actually end up going to Comic Con for like the day? Nah, man. 
Oh. I was too tired after work on Saturday night, and then I actually slept for half of the day on Sunday. Finally, <laughs> like I'm not I'm not mad at you. You work hard. Yeah. Did you get to go to Comic Con? I was there for for like a, a day basically, and uh, I, I did I did not actually go into the con because um, I I didn't get passes this year. Oh, so you and were so just ha- so you were just I, hanging out around at the parking lot probably. Well, not the not the parking lot per se, but around the city and uh i i'll tell you man there was a lot to do like i was shocked like we had we've done things outside of comic-con before but when when we chose to just do only things outside of the convention center it's just like i was shocked yeah i i was shocked because i was like there was like ridiculous amounts of things to do in all types of different like like no matter what you like whether it was like comic books whether it was movies whether it was tv i was just like man like there's a lot happening in san diego to the point where i'm like if i get in next year and i get to do like you know the full four days or five days one of those days, I'm going to spend just doing stuff outside. Because, yeah. Yeah, it was it was good stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, You're actually going to plan out to go next year? I'm going to plan not to go? Are you going to plan out, like, a trip there? Like, you're actually going to make sure you make it there? Or is it still, are we at the mercy of, of your job? I mean... I, like next year, I very well may go ahead and just take those days off because I'll have the vacation time. What about that way? Uh, I don't have to worry about. What about New York Comic Con? I would like to go to New York Comic Con, but you know, I mean, obviously, New York Comic Con is a whole like additional amount of expense because you know you got to fly there on top of the hotel. On top of like you know paying New York prices to eat and all that stuff, so and, and of course and then on top of on top of the muggings, the monies, muggings. Oh, the muggings. See, I don't. I'm not too worried about getting mugged in New York. I, I feel like, you know, I, I don't think New York would mug me, but who knows? I don't know, man. They've gotten pretty progressive racially. It's, it's pretty progressive racially. <laughs> Yeah. There it is. So. Oh, on a, you know. Oh, all right, yeah. Tiger Claw. Oh, yeah. Play uh, that funky music. Oh, oh, wait. One more thing, Mayor Young. Um, Have you seen the trailer for uh, Ready Player One? I don't know if you ever read the book. I have not read the book. I I did see the trailer. Tiger Claw read the book after seeing the trailer. Well. After after I watched the trailer, I managed to acquire the audiobook. I heard all of it. Acquire? He means stole. <laughs> what? No think? accusations. Uh, 
the story was pretty good. I'm curious to see how the movie will handle it because the book itself is not done like a movie. It's basically unfilmable, but for the movie, they managed to make it into a movie. So I'm curious to see how they will handle some of the plot points of the book because there is so much detail in that book that is painstakingly done. I mean, it's very descriptive. I mean, all the references that they make, they know they make video game references, movie references, TV show references, even musical references. This 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 book is a cornucopia of pop culture. I think we found the name of this episode for the movie. <laughs> they made it into a movie. <laughs> they made it into a movie. Yeah, turning uh, 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 the audiobook itself is like 15 hours. So I, I, I wonder how they fit all that into a two hour movie. Well, they spend half an hour describing something to you that takes five minutes on screen. Yeah, because it's hard to just vi- it's hard to visualize it without not getting a description of it. Yeah, that makes sense. Alright, just hit that music, man. It's time to go. Alrighty then. Tyre Claw, give me your final thought. Uh, let's see. Uh, go read Red Ready Player One when you have a chance. You might be surprised. Larry, final thoughts. Uh, go to your local comic shop and ask them for Cal Exit. You should check that out. It seems cool. What's it called? Cal Exit. It's a it's a comic book about California seceding from the rest oh, okay. of the country. Yeah. So it's like Brexit, Cal Exit. Yeah. Oz, right. final thoughts. Uh, you gotta say that again. Instead of wasting your time with me, cigarette. <laughs> All right. The universe says no to your comment. Honestly. Yeah. My final thought is uh, is wondering if Oz is caught up with Rick and Morty. Uh, I showed made the mistake of showing after an episode. Yeah, the world <laughs> may never know. Right, exactly. And for the rest of us, tune in to Fantastic Forum next week. Same fantastic time, same fantastic channel, right here on AllGames.com. <laughs>